Hi everyone and welcome yet again to another episode of the Official Fathers Podcast. And here we talk about the juiciest, most exciting and, you know, most relevant law student topics relating to law students across Africa. Fathers is a body of um, law students across the African continent with over 32 member countries and still counting. And I'm a member of Fathers. Eden Jagede is my name. And I'm a law student of the University of Benin, Nigeria. And the current head of the Fathers podcast team. I'll be your host for this session and we will be talking about dress codes. I'm so excited. I hope you are too because you find out that the whole idea of dress codes is like very foreign to some people and very natural to other people. So we're going to be talking about that. So we sent out in preparation for this episode a questionnaire to you know member countries, groups, relating to member countries across the African continent and we asked people to fill the forms and we got a lot of responses. I must add now that if you are a member of Fathers, you should be active and if you want to you know, become more active now, I can give you tips. Basically join the Fathers conversation. Follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, Check out our official website. Participate in, you know, discussions and activities. Oh, there are always activities that will you could find something that excites you, that uh, interests you, and most especially, listen to the podcast. So now let's go back to the whole topic of dress codes. So dress codes basically have to do with the regulations for. Um, your fashion sense, your outfits that you wear within the faculty. And these regulations also have to do with, you know, the colors, the length or the fabric, um, the designs on your clothes, the type of style, you know, um, the times you have to wear this when it's mandatory and when it's not. And of course, the punishment for this. And it may sound foreign to some people, like, why would you be punished for what you wear or don't wear? And I'm going to give you my school's example. So I attend the Faculty of Law, University of Benin, and we have a dress code. It is in our faculty handbook, and you ha- you're told what to wear and what not to wear. And you're told to wear these for classes and when you're at the faculty. And you're told to wear it in a specific way. And it, it, it distinguishes us from other people, you know, from other faculties, from students, from other um, departments other faculties and it gives us this edge like wherever you go you people know you're a law student but at the same time you know there's definitely going to be the pressure the stress and the boredom that comes from a monotonous um, um, lifestyle or dressing style so yes that happens so now we wanted to know I wanted to know Phyllis wanted to know how this whole dress code thing was for other people for other faculties and we sent the questionnaire and the questions um, from the Google form I'm just going to read a summary so you can have an idea of all the questions and if you filled them what you filled and if you didn't what you missed out on so we asked for names universities countries you know the regular information then we asked if people had a dress code in their respective universities for law students we asked what is the most difficult part of a dress code we asked what are the benefits of the dress code benefits what benefits are enjoyed by the dress code 
we asked um, if it's cheaper to maintain the dress code or to maintain, you know, um, um, regular outfits. We asked what what just ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code was, and we kind of used that to get a general idea of what it feels like for every girl student. And we got a lot of responses, like I mentioned. So I'm going to run through some of them, and that's where the Phallus conversation today is really going to kick off from. So we're going to start with our very first response. Shout out to you, Stanley Mamuda. And Stanley is from the Nassau State University Cafe in Nigeria. Yes, the very first response was from Nigeria. And that's good. I hope next time it's definitely from um, Burkina Faso or Sierra Leone or Ethiopia. Yes, shout out to you guys in Ethiopia. And he said they have a dress code in his faculty for law students, um, in his university for law students. The most difficult part of it is consistency and wearing the same colors. Yes, I suffer from that too. Um, the, mo- the benefits of the dress code actually exist and those benefits are respect by specific individuals because as you enter any office, they just know you are a law student and they have a good and high perception about you. And this is true sometimes. But I won't spill the negative part yet until people say it. But yes, you walk into a place and they say, oh, you're a law student. Or sometimes you may just be walking um, past someone and they say, law student, hi, how are you? They, some people just like you for what you're studying. And of course, some people don't like you. Um, and then he says the dress code is cheaper to maintain than random clothing. And the most difficult or annoying part of the dress code is the beef you get from other students of other courses. And you know what beef is. For some of you who do not know, you know, beef is that feeling of, um, I think, envy, jealousy, malicious intent. People may have towards you, maybe because you have something they don't have, or you act a way they find threatening or that they don't like particularly. Beef, you know, just a feud, a rivalry. And this exists as a result of a dress code. So let's look at our next response. Um, we have Divine Chris Divine from the University of Port Harcourt, that is Uniport in Nigeria, also. And he says, Yes, they have a dress code. Um, they have a dress code. I, I'm not sure if I should use a pronoun for Chris Divine because I'm not sure if Chris Divine is female or male. So, Chris Divine, please find me on LinkedIn. Eat and check it and tell me if you are female or male. Let's move on. So yes, they have a dress code at Uniport. And the most difficult part of it is wearing a long black skirt. Okay, now we know that Chris Divine is a female. I hope. <laughs> okay, but you guys have to wear a long black skirt. So I'm assuming. But still let me know, please. And yes, so there are benefits of the dress code which are respect from the opposite gender so whatever the opposite gender is in this case i'm assuming male there is respect you know from them because you wear a long black skirt and i don't know what do you guys think um and then yes the dress code is expensive she says it's more expensive to maintain than random clothing and the most ridiculous part of the dress code is the loyally black gown and i totally agree why do you have to wear that huge outfit? Uh, Africa is hot. Africa is hot. Yes, especially if you're living in like uh, the tropical regions, you know, like West Africa, Eastern Africa. Uh, then you're living, or you're living in Northern Africa. It's going to be hot. And 
and you have to wear these things under such extreme weather so we're going to the next person's um response and this is from the university of the gambia in the gambia and we have same sane wimi so hi sane and sane says they have a dress code in their university for both students and the most difficult part of the dress code is we are not paid any salary and we are expected to change our outfits every day and if you do not maintain the same dress and wash every day, you know, you're going to get late for some classes or something else. And this is so true. You know, some people have the benefit of like dry cleaning services, um, having people to wash their outfits for them. But there's some people who have to wash on their own or do their own dry cleaning, you know, um, operate their own washing machines and everything. And you have to iron, press and iron your outfits. You have to get them uh, starched if you need to. And this is all a time-consuming exercise, especially when you want to be a queen of drip or a king of drip. You want to look very extremely hot and very extremely pretty. And you have to take time because beauty is painstaking. And so you have a lot of this happening. And according to Sunny, you're not even being paid. I mean, honestly. And then, okay, she says the most ridiculous part of it is daily laundering and ironing. Thank you so much. It is definitely more expensive for you. And we have the next response from Kefi again, Nasara State University, Kefi. And this is from Isaac Hosea. He also says they have a, you know, a dress code. We already have an established, judicially noticed that there is a dress code. And the most difficult part of it is having to wear natives on Friday. So what he means by natives is Ankara. Well, Ankara, uh, that is traditional African outfits, you know, print, African print. And there are benefits of the dress code, according to him. The benefits are recognizance and reference. And he says the law dress code is cheaper than random clothing. But there is no, um, in his opinion, there is no ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code. So, so far, I feel like we have positive and negative um, views on the dress code. And now I want us to just, you know, get another view. So we have um, International Open University, the Gambia, Fatumata. Fatumata from the International Open University at the Gambia says there is no dress code for law students. And I have a feeling this is because it's an open university. So there is no dress code, um, but she believes there are benefits of the dress code. You know, uniformity, decency, and neatness. And she does believe or he does believe that um, the dress code is cheaper. In fact, he mentions that he thinks a dress code should be compulsory in every law school because he doesn't see or she doesn't see any negative side of it. Um, and I'm here itching my nose. But that is a wonderful view because, yes, some people see the positive sides of the dress code and that is so cool. You know, there is a reason for everything. So yes, thank you so much from the International Open University of the Gambia. We'll be moving on to our next response, which is from um, Delta State University. No, Edwin Clark University at Delta State in Nigeria. And this is from Rona. <clears throat> Rona mentions there is a dress code. And the most difficult part of the dress code is the no trousers rule. I am going to assume again just like I've seen before from about Chris Devine that the no trousers rule means females aren't allowed to wear trousers 
so because I don't think males can not like wear trousers you know but yes so that's weird and they she believes there are benefits of the dress code and the benefits include uniformity and value and it is cheaper to maintain than random clothing and she still stands by the no trousers rule as being the most difficult part of the dress code we're moving on to i think we should go to some country looking southern in uh, you know southern africa so we're going to go to so from the university of south africa we have francesca maposa and she says that um feel like this is really exciting to just you know discuss there is no dress code for law students and the most difficult part she gives um her own views on what would be even if she isn't particularly experiencing it on the university of south africa so she says that um, the most difficult part of a dress code would be for um unemployed students from disadvantaged homes and backgrounds would be um um, they would have the problem of afford- affordability and that um, generally it further disadvantages an African child becomes oppressive measure in the sense that those who cannot afford to buy or meet the dress code would automatically face class oppression. And then we asked her um, what benefits are enjoyed by the dress code and he mentioned that you know other than for uniformity she doesn't really think there's anything necessarily would benefit law students you know dressing alike and if it's expensive or cheaper to maintain that random clothing it certainly is more expensive so we will go into the next response and that is from I feel like okay, I, I don't want to pro- profes- prophesy on the next places we'll go to But I'm definitely thinking Ghana. So we're going to uh, Ghana Law School. That is the Ghana School of Law in Ghana. And Michelle filled the podcast questionnaire. So she said they have a dress code in their university for law students. And the most difficult part of the dress code doesn't exist. So nothing is difficult about it. And yes, there are benefits of the dress code. So what are the benefits basically? We have to ask what the benefits are. And she mentions ease of dressing up, not thinking about what to wear, discipline, and uniformity. And I agree because I feel like I'm agreeing with everybody. But everyone makes so much sense. You don't have to think of if your um, grey cashmere sweater um, matches your blue shorts or blue trousers. Or if the uh, pink visor you want to wear matches with your plaid skirt basically so you don't have to go through all of that thinking but you just have an outfit you have to wear a dress code and what you have to just get ready and you're good to go and so she mentions that um, the dress code law dress code is definitely more expensive to maintain than random clothing and the most difficult or annoying part of the dress code is finding the clothes that specifically fit the dress code yes when you are told wear shirts of this material on this type of fabric um skirts of this type of fabric this exact shade of i don't know blue navy blue or black 
you have to have it at this um, height maybe below your knee or three inches above your knee or whatever you have to go through the stress of finding those outfits but once you've found them they are gold and that is settled so yes totally i agree with that and we're going to nigeria again the university of just particularly and so this is from onok adwa and onok says there is a dress code for law students i do not know any nigerian law school that doesn't have a dress code and please if you do know join the phallus conversation let me know what nigerian law schools what nigerian faculties of law do not ask for a dress code for you to study law at the undergraduate level and so yes uh he's from nigeria or she's from nigeria university of joss and there is a dress code in the university of joss for law students and no, there are no difficulties. We ask if there's benefits of the dress code, and she says, yes, there are benefits. And what are these benefits? It's easy to identify law students, and law students are respected when um, dressed according to the dress code. And I, I can relate this back to, um, I feel like I can relate this back to, I think our first response from Nasara State University, Kefi, yes. And the most annoying part of the dress code, according to Onuk, doesn't exist. So, yes, I, I'm happy that some people are going through the dress code without any annoyance or stress. And we're going to Anamdiazika University, which is in the eastern part of Nigeria, and I'm resting to be precise. And this is from Abimbola. So, yes, there is a dress code again. And the most difficult part of the dress code is that the white shirt has to be a color white shirt. So I'm guessing a color white shirt would be like a shirt, um, colored buttons in the front, you know, looking like um, office uh, wear. And she does mention that there are benefits of the dress code. And what benefits are enjoyed by the dress code? Uniqueness. It distinguishes law students who suddenly look saintly and immaculate. Wow, those are beautiful expressions. Ambebola. And it does give a aura, an aura of class, sophistication, and poise. And yes, the law dress code is cheaper, according to Abimbola. So, thank you. What is the most difficult or ridiculous part of the dress code? All black shoes must be all leather. All bags must be black. And all shirts must have color. Otherwise, you wear a jacket. So, wow. How do they know when your shoes are leather? They, they test, do they test them on your legs? I don't know how that works. But for the second regulation, um, all bags must be black. They actually have enforced this in my faculty before. And yes, all blacks must be black. Must be all bags must be black. Sorry for that tongue twister. All bags must be black. And yes, so you carry a navy blue bag, and it's suddenly not and loud. And I, I ask myself, what is the essence of having bags that have the same color? What is a bag for? It's just to help you carry your books. Why do I have to get a black bag for books of different colors? Because my books aren't black. I have pink books. I have blue books. So what is the uniformity of the bag? So you know, um, your lecturers know better sometimes. And so let's move on. Thank you, Abimbola. Thank you, everyone that has replied so far. And uh, we're going to the University of Botswana. Norman, shout out to you, Norman. <laughs> okay, and University of Botswana. He says no, there is no dress code, and I kind of, I kind of admire the fact that there is no dress code for law students in the University of 
Botswana. So there obviously it's no difficult part of the dress code. There obviously are no benefits enjoyed by the dress code. And yes, we know that there is no ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code because they do not have a dress code. But he does mention that the law dress code is more expensive. And yes, there are benefits of the dress code in his opinion. So thank you so, so much, Norman. And let's see if we can go someplace. I, want, I feel like I should say exotic, but I have to go home before I go exotic. So I'm going to look for a question from the University of Benin, uh, an answer response from the University of Benin. And so this is from Promise at the University of Benin, Nigeria, which is my university. And I want to hear what she has to say. Um, Promise says there is a dress code. Yes. And wearing suits and the absence of accessories is the most difficult part of the dress code. You know, wearing suits, because like we mentioned before, Africa is hot. And are there benefits of the dress code? She says, yes, there are benefits of the dress code. Um, what are these benefits? Uniformity, easier recognition, as well as convenient wardrobe options. I think in this sense, convenient wardrobe options does not mean clothes you are comfortable in comfy in or clothes that are easy to find because for a lot a lot of people or a considerable amount of people you have to go to your wardrobe and start looking for what to wear and it does give a headache so maybe having something already picked out for you um, makes it easier to survive and is a dress code cheaper or more expensive to maintain the random clothing promise promise says it is cheaper and what's the most ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code? She says it's the lack of accessories for females. Beaded accessories are no go, you know, for females. And that is tough. I can't even wear beaded accessories. Wow. Like, wow. Is this what we're going through for a degree? LLB. And, okay, so we're going to Ghana. Uh, Nust. Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology and this is from Audrey shout out to you Audrey from Ghana and yes there's a dress code in the University of uh, Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology and what's the most difficult part of the dress code she says nothing there is nothing difficult about it but there are benefits of the dress code and these benefits benefits are the uniformity and how it prevents students from dressing indecently Audrey also mentions that the dress code is cheaper to maintain than random clothing. And yes, there are no ridiculous or annoying parts of the dress code. Audrey, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work, honestly. And we're going to Uganda now. <laughs> so, Solomon Amadi from the Ugandan Christian University. Shout out to you, Solomon. Mentions that yes, they have a dress code. And the most difficult part of the dress code is the necktie. We choke, honestly. The necktie has to be tough. You have to wear that all through your classes, and you probably you feel hot, but you can't remove your tie. People are going to look for LLB. And do you think there are benefits of the dress code? Um, Amadi says yes, there are benefits. It displays it displays the amount of responsibility and accords respect. And yes, it is more expensive to maintain that random clothing. He believes that the most annoying or ridiculous part of the dress code is putting the necktie tight to the last button, you know, straight up to your um, uh, Adam's apple and it's tugging that you just can't remove this. 
sorry about that, Amadi. I'm really, really extremely sorry about that. Okay, let's see what we can get from the northern part of Nigeria. So we're going to have Prince Abubakar Audu University, Aiba, in Kogi State. And this is from Hannah. Hi, Hannah. So Hannah says that, um, yes, there's a dress code for students in our university. And the most difficult part is that you have to be cautious of your environment to stay clean all day long because probably you have to wear light colors, you know, maybe white. And yes, there are benefits of a dress code. And she says the benefits are that it distinguishes her from other students on campus, which makes them accord her with some respect. And yes, the law school dress code is definitely more expensive. So, um, what is the most difficult or ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code? And Hannah mentioned that it has to be the fact that you have to appear neat, well-dressed at all times, looking so official. And the dress code makes it seem like you have achieved a lot in life. <laughs> Honestly, Anna, you hit the um, nail on the head. That is so true. You have people dressing up corporate, people wearing suits and ties, looking all official, and they look like they or have already made it in life. They look like they already know where they're going. They look so focused. They look so, um, you know, good and perfect. And some of these people are tired. Some of these people are just trying to survive the LLB degree course. And that is so true, Hannah. Thank you for mentioning that. And we're going to the Gambia International Open University where there is no dress code. And this is from Ali Ustar. Shout out to you, Ali Ustar. I see you. And he says, no, there is no dress code. We have already heard that before. And he says he doesn't see any difficulty in the dress code. And yes, there are benefits of the dress code. I, I kind of have to point out here that I've noticed that a lot of people who have said they don't see any problems are people who do not observe the dress code. But then, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. And are there benefits of the dress code? Aliu says, yes, every student looks the same, no difference. So that makes it very unique. It does. It does, actually. And it also makes us look like Phineas and Ferb. Whoever watched that cartoon, please let me know. I loved it so much. And what is the most ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code? Aliu Sara says there is no, you know, ridiculous or annoying part that he sees from the whole dress code thing. And that's true. Yeah, you wouldn't really see that if you find it really, really okay and comfortable and definitely fine. So we're going to go to, um, I think we have a lot of Nigerian responses. Gambian responses and we have South African responses. We have responses from Botswana. We have responses from um, we have responses from Gambia, Botswana. We have from the Uganda. Um, no, Uganda. We have from South Africa. We have from places I can't remember every single place we have from yet. But these responses have been extremely exciting to you know, listen to. So we're going to Tanzania right now, and that's from. Uh, Emmanuel Moyo from Ruhawa, Ruha, Ruaha. Please, Emmanuel, let me know um, the pr proper pronunciation of this. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can, you know, send the pronunciation to us on Instagram or wherever. So, Ruha, Ruaha Catholic University, Tanzania. And yes, there is a dress code. Yay! Yes, there is.
most difficult part of the dress code is the time. He believes there are benefits of the dress code, and these benefits are basically respect that you get from other law students. And is it more expensive? Yes, he says Emmanuel says it is more expensive. And again, he reiterates the fact that the most annoying or ridiculous part of the dress code is the tie. I do think guys look extremely pretty, extremely handsome in ties, but they're going through a lot for maintaining beauty. And still in Tanzania, we have the Zanzibar University, and we're getting a response from Amina Saloum. Hi, Amina. And Amina says yes, there's a dress code for her law school. And wearing the most difficult part is wearing it. If you wear it, people somehow achieve that. You somehow believe that you have achieved more. So when you wear it, people suddenly believe that you have achieved more in life. And I ask if there is a benefit to dress code, and Amina says yes. What are the benefits? People respect you by wearing such clothes. So when you wear such clothes, they probably just automatically attach some reverence and glory and respect to you. So what is the most expensive, I mean the most ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code? And Amina says there is no annoying part of the dress code. But the dress code is more expensive than the regular, you know, outfits that you wear. Still in Tanzania, and um, yes, shout out to everyone at Tanzania. Falas loves you guys, yes. So all that glitters is Falas, you guys are shining stars. And um, so this is from Josephat in the Open University of Tanzania. And I think this is the third Open University I'm seeing. We have had people responses from the Open University of South Africa, the Open University of uh, South Africa, I think Botswana. Was it Botswana? And yes, we have from the Open University of Tanzania. And these three open universities have had no dress code. So yes, probably because they are open universities. So everything here is definitely talking about how there are no benefits of them. There are no benefits of by the dress code. There's no difficult part. And there's no ridiculous or annoying part of the dress code. Thank you so much, Josephat, for your response. So in my opinion, uh, I should have applied to an open university. Lots of us should have applied to an open university because apparently they have it. They have it good. And this is from the University of Benin, Boye Malumi. Shout out to you, Malumi-san. And he says, yes, there are dress codes in the University of Benin. Um, and the most difficult part of the dress code is the jacket. Um, the benefits of the dress code are definitely um, the fact that you have the status and you have good-looking benefits. Yes, good-looking benefits. And you have to admit, you see law students wearing these outfits and some of them are just so hot. Some of them are just so appealing, aesthetically appealing, pleasing to your eyes, beautiful, hot and amazing. And is the dress code more expensive or cheaper? So Boye says the dress code is cheaper to maintain than random clothing. But the most ridiculous or annoying part is wearing a suit even there, when there is extreme heat. And I definitely agree with that. I wear suits too and I, I don't enjoy it because I get hot sometimes. I definitely don't enjoy it. And we're going to go to Uganda, Ugandan Christian University. And this is from Gloria Noel. Yes, there is a dress code. Wearing coats every day, even on a hot day, is the most difficult part of the dress code. Following, this is definitely aligning with what um, Adeboye Malumi from the University of Benin said. And 
the benefits are basically that you look classy, presentable, and very smart. I agree with you, Gloria. And the dress code, she says the dress code is more expensive than random clothing in maintenance. And then the most annoying or ridiculous part is tucking in, you know, having to feel uncomfortable with all your clothes in the right places. And definitely, you feel restricted. Yes, I do feel restricted when my clothing is forced to stay in one position. And this is from Emmanuel, University of Yaoundé 2, Cameroon. Uh, he says no there is no dress code I, I know I, 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 I know this there is no dress code and uh, this is so cool you just come to school looking good just make sure you do not dress skimpy and that's so cool and he says there is no difficult part of a dress code because you know there is no dress code and there are benefits you know, for those people who have dress code wherever they may be um, what are he says what are the benefits of a dress code he doesn't um, have any to mention because there is no dress code so thank you so much Emmanuel from um, University of Yonde in Cameroon and I will be going to Liberia so this is from Margaret of the Lewis Ortho Grand School of Law University of Liberia there is no dress code hallelujah there is no dress code and she says um, for what the most difficult part of the dress code is she says you know we do not have a set dress code for law students but when attending official programs like the Liberia National Bar Annual Conference um, the Liberia National Bar Annual Conference we are to dress in dark suits you know black gray or dark blue that's cool and she says yes there are benefits of the dress code and the benefits include the fact that it makes you appear like a lawyer when you are still a trainee and it is difficult to distinguish between who is a student and who is an attorney at law yes and that is cool you know um when you dress up in your black and white in nigeria people just assume you're already a lawyer unless they know you like when you be like lawyer lawyer hi lawyer and that's so cool and um margaret mentions that the dress code is more expensive to maintain than random clothing and the most difficult or annoying or ridiculous part of the dress code is the fact that the dark color is feared by people outside of the legal profession but this is more of a perspective issue um, wearing all black to me isn't always um, a negative thing and i think in some african countries it is seen as negative you know death is associated with color black so wearing all black or wearing dark colors may not really be tolerated by some people and yeah that is totally relatable so i think we've come to an end of today's amazing session and every single person i didn't um, mention i loved your responses i'm going to share these responses on so grateful for everybody that mentioned something i want to share these responses anyways don't forget to follow us on instagram and yes phallus phallus on instagram official phallus all that glitters is phallus so glitter shine shine on you are a star um thank you so much everyone for staying with us to the end of this episode 
and I am still your pod host. I remain your pod host, Eden Jayade. And watch out for the next episode for our guest speaker in the next episode. Definitely, you don't want to miss that. So you can find us on all our social media handles, Instagram at officialphalas, official underscore phalas, all small letters, Facebook at phalas, Twitter.